Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And we're asking the important question today. Why was traffic problems email sent? Oh, why, why is that? Uh, we're going to get into that later. Oh, later. You're just kind of, that's called a radio yeah. tease? Mm-hmm. Okay. Throwback Thursday classic montage coming up later on oh. of uh, Al Sharpton. <laughs> Which is why we get you primed with that, with why was traffic problems email sent. They didn't answer it then. Hopefully we can answer it now. Better late than never. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a the commemoration of the 75th anniversary of D-Day. Wow. 75 years <sighs> since one of the greatest victories in the history since, of mankind. Yeah, since heroes saved the world from evil. Knowing that so many of them were going to die when they went up on that beach. They yeah. did They did it anyway. 90% casualty rate on the first wave. It's oh. crazy. I mean, more died in the first few hours than in many years of war in Iraq and Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. I mean, only now they're up to, what, 6,000? We're up to 6,000 or 6,500 in Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah, I believe it was 4,400 Americans died mm-hmm. on that single day. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean... We just, I mean, we don't have the stomach for that kind of battle anymore, and we don't fight war like that anymore. Greatest generation. Which is what you have to do if you want to win and win big. And they won and won big. <clears throat> we didn't just fight Germany to a draw. We pushed them all the way back and crushed them and made them uh, come hat in hand and sign treaties at the end of it. I mean, that's it's a tough job, and it's a hor- horrific job. But it had to be done, and and those those brave men did did just that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So we'll be forever grateful to them. That's for sure. Yeah, and don't forget, good good reminder <clears throat> to always think a veteran when you see him in public. They, I, mm-hmm. from my experience, they appreciate it. So God bless them. Uh, right now, right this second, President Trump is uh, at the commemoration. Um, at Normandy. So he's looking out over the ocean and there's one ship out there as opposed to 5,000 that were there 75 years ago. Um, and talking to uh, President Macron of France. Man. The, both their wives are there with him. And uh, isn't isn't it Macron that has the wife that's like 20 years older than was his teacher or something? It is, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Big difference in first ladies. I don't know what it is. I, yeah. Just their names. Their names are their different. Their names are different. Yeah. Well, one's blonde. Yeah. One's right. more of a brunette. Exactly. exactly. You know, the so they're, not, and they're wearing different uh, colored clothing. Yeah, she's wearing white. She's wearing black. Yep. So there you go. A whole bunch of differences. A couple differences that we noticed <laughs> right off the bat there. It still amazes me that as much as they fell all over Michelle Obama during those eight years, they never mentioned Melania Trump, oh, who no. was supermodel beautiful and yeah. was, in fact, no supermodel. And they never mention her. Yeah, well, not that she looks great. Not what she's wearing. No, well they do. No, they do. Every now and then they'll say, "Oh, I can't believe she wore heels when she should have been wearing sneakers." Yeah, of course. Just okay, to really, just to disparage her. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um. All right. Last month, fifty-five thousand children were caught at the border. Another record uh, for a month. Fifty-five thousand in one month. They were part of more than 130,000 illegals that the border, uh, border Patrol agents and officers at the ports of entry encountered last month. That's up from 
the record the previous year uh, month, which was 109,000. So we beat that by 21,000 the very next month. Jeez. Um, as many as, as much as 60% of agents' time now is spent babysitting illegal immigrants rather than patrolling the border. And they're setting records for making rescues of migrants, too, that are in distress. They don't have water. They don't, they don't have food, the scorching heat. And so they've got to rescue them. Meanwhile, border detention facilities are packed, of course. More than 19,000 people in space that's already in crisis when it reaches 6,000. But there's no crisis at the border. No, so no, it's they got to. There's no crisis. Don't worry about that. Manufacturing is what you're doing. Personnel have been pulled off the lines at the border crossings and used to help care for the record numbers of children and families. But it's meant that people crossing are having to wait longer. The delays during peak times are 40 minutes longer for regular traffic, 25 minutes longer for commercial traffic. So if you have to go to and from Mexico on a daily basis for work or whatever. Uh, you know, make sure you bring some reading material because you're be, you're going to be sitting in long lines for a while. Or download this podcast. Sure, yeah, and, you, you know, can do that. Sitting in traffic, right? Listen to Pat Gray Unleashed. And because of the fifty-five thousand children, the feds have now purchased two point two million diapers to uh, help the illegals who come here without you know enough supplies. The purchase implements the welcome policy set by. Uh, the partisan bipartisan panel in Congress, which in February directed the Department of Homeland Security to help the migrants. Despite the impact on Americans' wages, schools, neighborhoods, instead, uh, they, they've decided we're going to encourage them by helping them when they get here. That's great. So there was a purchase request um, asking for diapers, baby wipes, and shower shoes. Shower shoes. Um, the first item on the shopping list is disposable diapers, size 2, 144 per case. All items will have five deliveries. Uh, delivery by June 15th. Um, then all kinds of 800 boxes, 800 more, and, and so on. So it all added up to 2.2 million diapers being bought by the federal government. I mean, you don't even think about these kinds of things mm -hmm. in this particular crisis that's not a crisis nope i don't even know why i said that <laughs> i mean that's it's not anywhere near a crisis what well it's a good thing that the house of representatives just passed amnesty so got that going for us wait what yeah they just passed amnesty yeah i'm afraid that sort of slipped my attention the, the house passed amnesty yeah yeah so and seven republicans joined them i don't know if you want to get to this a little bit later on but uh yeah i, I need yeah. that story that's <laughs> That's nuts. How did I not know they were voting for, for an amnesty bill? Uh, that's the Democrat-controlled wow. house doing its thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank Good you times, for right? that. Yeah, thank you for that, that twist on the word thing. That was nice. Sure. Uh, always appreciate it. Well, I'm going to try to be as hip as you. It's, it's not an easy mm -hmm. task. No, you're right. Being Mr. Twitter. It's true. Mr. Steak. Yeah. What not. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, um, much more on this and and abortion, uh, which is fun. 
always fun to talk about. And, you got some compelling videos today. Oh, man. Wow. So stay right where you are, uh, but I got to take 60 seconds and tell you about that great cruise that you can be a part of in the Mediterranean on a ship full of people who share your love for history and, and love of country. And then there's going to be a lot of delicious food, great nightlife. Uh, Glenn will be telling stories about history. True stories, of course. Bill O'Reilly will be there. Stu, David Barton, Rabbi Lappin. An outside chance I'll be there. We'll see. Um, but <laughs> somebody's got to do radio shows here. And uh, I fear that's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. So I'm probably going to miss out on the 14-day adventure next spring. But yeah. you don't have to. You can be there. Uh, you'll visit Italy, Croatia, Jerusalem, Athens. Man, just what a great time. Explore Venice, the birthplace of commerce. You can walk where Jesus walked in Jerusalem. Bring your kids and grandkid, or grandkids and, and help them enjoy this amazing experience. Visit ComeSailAway.com today to learn all the details and uh, check out the different packages available. That's ComeSailAway.com. <laughs> Okay, so the House passed the vote yesterday. Day, it's actually day before yesterday that would grant protection from deportation to illegal immigrants. Yay! And of course, it gives millions a path to permanent citizenship status. Yes. So essentially, it's amnesty. <clears throat> the American Dream and Promise Act. Oh, isn't that a nice name? <laughs> the American Dream and Promise Act. ADAPA? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you like. I do like. Adpa. Ad, more like Adpa, oh, I'd okay. say. Oh, did I, did I slip in an extra? You did. My an bad. extra vowel, which isn't there. My bad. Uh, 236 to 187. Legislation was brought forward by uh, Lucille Royball Allard from California. It'll provide permanent status to illegal immigrants who came to the U.S. illegally as minors. As well as, so this is for the dreamers. But also those living in the U.S. under temporary protected status. All comes as apprehensions, of course, if we just told you have reached record, record numbers. Over 100,000, well over 100,000, both in uh, April and May. And it's going to continue because, well, they're doing stuff like this. Uh, Trump's administration has already, fortunately, threatened to veto the legislation. I would hope so. He says it would undermine key administration immigration objectives and policy priorities, such as protecting our communities and defending our borders. Plus, it's not going to be it's not going to be okay in the Senate. You got to believe. Huh. I hope, but I don't have. <laughs> Is this know. the same Senate that uh, can't pass a balanced budget? That's the same one. <laughs> yeah. Or any budget for yeah, that matter. Budget, yeah. Balanced or otherwise. Uh-huh. Yeah, and seven Republicans joined the Democrats. They were Don Bacon from Nebraska, okay. uh, Mario Diaz-Balart of Florida, Brian Fitzpatrick from Pennsylvania, Will Hurd of Texas, hmm. Dan Newhouse in Washington State, uh, New Jersey Rep Chris Smith, and from Michigan, Fred Upton. Congratulations on that. So you might want to let those, if one of them, um, one of these guys is is your representative you might want to huh. you know just express your feelings in a polite way 
course. But make your feelings known. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you know, they just keep doing what they want to do. And siding with Democrats on issues like this. Mm. It's, it's crazy. Terrible. Um, Andrew Pollack recently, he's the father of Meadow Pollack, who lost her life at the uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting. Um, he recently tweeted out something fairly interesting. We actually have to we have to check this. Uh, um, but he said since 2011, illegals in Texas have committed 1,351 homicides, 7,156 sexual assaults, 79,900 drug charges, 815 kidnappings, 49,171 thefts or robberies, and a partridge in a pear tree. They've also been responsible for killing oh, some them? of those. Yeah, that was Illegal them. aliens did the partridge yeah. in a pear tree yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to look up these stats and see if we can verify that. That's astounding, if true. Yeah, that is Jeez. something else there. Oh, by the way, um, maybe something the president just did is having an effect. He did threaten, he threatened the uh, tariffs to be slapped on Mexico. Well, authorities in Mexico just blocked a new caravan of Central American migrants, mostly from Honduras, <laughs> right after his threat to impose tariffs. Uh, over the situation soldiers and police forced hundreds of migrants in the group which was mostly again from honduras uh, forced them to a halt in the southern town of matapa de dominguez that's about seven and a half miles from the mexican guatemalan border so they are capable of, of shutting this down they just choose not to usually and now that they're getting a little a little heat in the tariff department i mean it's amazing. I'll be the first to admit if I'm wrong on this and we don't actually go through with the tariffs on Mexico, but it works getting them off their dead butts and help us with this uh, just catastrophe that's going on at the border. By the way, um, Andrew Pollack's numbers are absolutely correct. Uh, this is uh, lifted straight from the uh, Department of Justice website um, as reported Holy by the, as reported by the Texas uh, criminal justice system. So overall, since 2011 in wow. Texas, 663,000 criminal offenses. And then it falls under that umbrella. 1,351 murders in the last eight years. Well, more <laughs> Americans than that have committed murder. Yeah, but that's 1,351 people who shouldn't have been killed because these people who killed them aren't supposed to be here. Wow. Yeah, well, I'll tweet this out. Well, you're just mad because it's people they're different than you. Don't No, I'm... <laughs> they shouldn't be here, and these Americans should be alive. I wonder how many... Um, this doesn't even go into the drunk driving right. situation, which happens frequently as well. Wow. that Those are astounding figures. 49,000 thefts and robberies, 79,900, so almost 80,000 drug charges. But they're just good, decent, hardworking family yeah, people. Just to make I, their life better, man. I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> yeah, okay. So good, decent, hardworking family people are going to mm-hmm. kill some people. It's going to happen. I it's mean, it's gonna the happen. law of averages. Like, how many people have you killed, for instance? I'm not going to say on the air. Really? Mm -hmm. I'm going to count up all my murders. (laughs) 
Uh, Carrying one? Uh, none. Okay. None. So far, but I mean, there's still plenty of time, I would we, think. You know, we can get does started. Does manslaughter count? Yes. Oh. Yeah, we'll count that. Okay. Now I'm at zero. <laughs> All right. I'll play your game. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um. Scientists have suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods for some time. Um, but there was, there's been a new study discovered that, was, uh, that found that these foods also appear to lead you to overeat. Isn't that wonderful? Hmm. Um, so the bottom line is we shouldn't be eating processed foods, right? You, we need fresh fruits and vegetables in our diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Um, it's great. Uh, I love this stuff. It sweetens your drink. You just take a scoop of it and dump it in eight ounces of water or a smoothie. Stir it up, drink it down, and you get a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. Boost your immunity, and there's uh, pre and probiotics. It's real food. It's not some kind of fakey supplement or lab powder or... Uh, you know, something that's going to harm your kidneys and liver. Check out the Nutrition Facts panel on the side and you'll see. Go to BrickHousePat.com. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. You know you're not going to start cooking uh, fresh vegetables for yourself every night. Mm-hmm. Let's not pretend we are. I'm certainly not. Now, my wife, absolutely. She'll do this all the time. That's why she doesn't need Field of Greens, and I do. But get one full Full cup of fruits and, and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. It's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah. Exactly. That's what we're talking about. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where we got some uh, tweets. This was after the show yesterday, right? Some people tweeting about Yeah, so Abner Normal uh, poses this uh, tweet here to the Pat Normal. <laughs> Love that. Uh, get it? Abnormal? I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are now a few phrases, he says, that when I hear them, I hear them in a way that only Pat Heads understand. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this a few times, <laughs> quite a few lately. Uh, but he said, number one, that's true. Oh, yeah. Number two, 18. Of course, when you hear that number, that's what you think. Number three, we are not a democracy. Number four, did you hear about this? Did you read about this in the paper, didn't you? You see this? You see this in the paper? That's crazy, Jay. <laughs> Sorry. Also, Matthew Vlaith. And then he uh, challenged people to yeah, add theirs. Add, add your own. So some patheads uh, chimed in. Okay. And they added their own. <clears throat> Everything like such as, uh, which is another one, of which course. another one. Everything like such as, uh, that's interesting. Is there a number people can call? <laughs> yes. It's interesting, Ivan. Yes. Uh, then, first of all, mm-hmm. they also included, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, douche is now my official name for everyone that pisses me off. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of this. Oh yeah, I'm pretty proud of good, that. Yeah. Good, good. Especially the be. douche thing. I, I'm pretty proud of that. Uh, number five, my wife probably isn't, but uh, but I'm definitely proud of it. Ah, she's sleeping, right? Right. Cool. Number five, 
Are you making small talk? Every time someone asks yeah. how I'm doing. Uh-huh. You just making small talk or do you really care? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, from Stu Madursky, this this tone isn't as popular as the others. Oh, this one. I'm sorry. That looked like it was a T in there, and I don't know. It's just huh. kind of a smudge. Okay. This one isn't as popular as the others, but every time I hear, I don't know, <laughs> I think of what am I resisting? <laughs> uh, what am I resisting? I don't know. Uh, collectivization of manufacture? The institutionalization of the human psyche? I'm not sure. I don't know. I love that one. That one's <laughs> That's one of my all-time favorites. Yes, sir. Uh, tweet from I saw above me. <laughs> uh, we have a whiteboard on the fridge to list foods we ran out of. I find myself writing uh, milk and or uh, spoons <laughs> when we run out of plastic spoons or milk. It's logical. All right. And uh, from Nana Padhead, she includes that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Is there a number they can call Ivan? Puddin, pumpkin, first of all, in terms of overall, <laughs> Greek god. Ah, <laughs> oh, you look like a Greek god as he came into the Senate bathhouse. <laughs> Pat, Pat lives inside our heads. Oh, man. And then <laughs> Lacky Lacks. Lacky Lacks. I love that. Lacky Lacks. Uh, I think one thing I've caught myself saying, at least inside my brain lately, is Otist. Otis. My, my Otis. That one's always driven me nuts. I, I don't understand the elimination of the L mm-hmm. in oldest, but a lot of people do it. Yep. Otis. My Otis. Jacob. Jacob, my, Jacob, my, my Otis. <laughs> his name Otis or Jacob? What are we doing here? Okay. <laughs> Oh, this is good news, too. Oh, no, that means you know, it's not, y'all. Since we <laughs> live in the beautiful Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, uh-huh. you know, and it's, we're only, we're a mere 10 hours uh, from the great city of El Paso, where many of these uh, illegals are, are being housed. I'm sure Beto loves them there. Right? Oh, he loves them so much that he's sending them here. I'm sorry? Yeah, they're asylum-seeking migrants, okay. migrants. <laughs> from a shelter in El Paso, will arrive in Dallas within a few days. Yay! Yes. <laughs> yes! Wait, wait, when was this story? Yay! This came June, June 4th, 4th, so they should be getting here today. Today today or tomorrow, yeah, let's... Uh, Yay! Let's go wait for them. <laughs> Just so we can greet them and throw a party and right. get some you know, confetti or something. The overcrowded uh, shelter in El Paso reached out to the city of Dallas for assistance. And of course, course. the city of Dallas would absolutely bring them here. Yeah. Because in Dallas, the inner city, um, they're, of course, run by Democrats Mm -hmm. and has been for a long, long time. Same with Houston. Same with every major city. We all know that. It's the surrounding areas that make uh, Texas conservative. But the inner cities are all liberal bastions. So, buses with 50 to 60 migrants, buses, plural, will be expected to arrive uh, at Oaklawn United Methodist Church. Oh, cool. Oh, they're not going to be here till Saturday. Keep oh, Saturday? It. Why a couple are they more days. Their time? I don't know. It's just a 10-hour drive. Touring the state on the way? If they left on the 4th, they should have been here, you know, on the 5th. Get here. Well, at least we don't have you to You leave take- early on the 4th? You can sure. be here late on the 4th. You know what? At least this way, we don't have to take off work for the parade that's we're going to throw for them. <laughs> it's true. And do it on Saturday. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's okay, well, awesome. good.
Good. There, there's a silver lining to the story. <laughs> well, how wonderful. Um, I'm, I'm just glad to hear it that, you know, we're just accommodating everybody who comes here. Again, ollie, ollie, all come free. So the bus, let me get this right. It's, it's, it's headed east mm-hmm. instead of south? Yes. Oh. Yes. What's that all about? What is that all about? <laughs> it's uh, going the wrong way. So ridiculous. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, how are we going to get Democrats on board with this? We should make them come to the border and just stand there every night. Just come to the border uh, in El Paso or uh, Brownsville it. or any of these border towns. I got it. We're moving the capital. We're moving the capital uh, to Laredo. That, okay? Yes. That's what we're doing. Right. Okay. Or in one of these sectors where they just pour across indiscriminately and there's nothing we do about it. You know, in some of the, in some of the border areas, there's no, there's no wall, there's no fence, there's no natural barrier like a river, like the Rio Grande. You just walk across. Hmm. And now those are usually desert areas and it's really hot. And they're usually not prepared to do it. It's pretty rural there too, right? A lot of lot of, lot of lot of land you can develop. Uh, mm-hmm. Say a new uh, uh, national capital, man. Right. Mm-hmm. So we could just move, just move all it. of the like DC Democrats right to one of those areas. Yeah, and then AOC can live in her luxury uh, apartment right there on the Rio Grande with a over, overlook of Mexico. That'd just be wonderful. Man, let's, uh, That'd be wonderful. Let's for get her. on that. And she's all about, you know, no borders. She's all about that. So she'd be able to uh, experience it. To the fullest capacity, which is what I'd really like to see for her. That'd be great. (sighs) It would be great. It's agonizing. I mean, what is it it going to take to help them understand that it's a serious problem? That this isn't about hate. And it's not about xenophobia. And it's not about racism. It's about what this country can handle. And more than that, what we should emphasize even more than that is that it's not good for the people coming here. When we ask nothing of them and just let them pile into the nation, send them into the interior and just say, you know, go about your business, and we don't encourage them to come here legally, so we don't know who they are, we don't know what they're doing, they have to steal an identity, Uh, they have to uh, evade taxation, at least income taxes, Uh, so they feel like they have to be continually in the shadows. They don't. Because we're not doing anything about it. And they never learn English. And so they stay in a bottom rung job. It's not getting them anywhere. It's not helping them. And it's not helping us. It's helping a few businesses who don't have to pay very much uh, for their employees. It's hideous. It's bad for them. It's bad for the country. And I, I don't understand how we can't get that through the skulls of these asinine Democrats. From the party that says if it just saves one life, exactly, and um, exactly, and and you could justify this as um, uh, uh, the fact that the murder rates um, like we just read, mm-hmm. right? What happens when mm-hmm. when some of these folks come here? And also, you could just say the coyotes and the death of these migrants, right? That the, in the back yeah. of these big rigs, coyotes, you know, for the most part, are really bad people. They're not there to help the people get across the border because they love them. <laughs> They're there to make money. And in a lot of cases, they don't care one iota what happens uh, to these immigrants that are these illegals who are coming across the border. They right. don't care. But now. That's why they'll jam them into a tractor trailer 
110 at a time Mm -hmm. in blazing heat in the middle of the summer. And then you open the door finally 10 hours later and they're all dead. If we could somehow get these coyotes to um, be contract employees for big businesses, right? Then maybe Mm -hmm. the Democrats would then be interested in stopping them. Yeah. Yes, exactly. 888-900-3393. You know, a lot of us are in pain and it's continual pain. It's like everyday kind of pain. Uh, And... You kind of just get used to being in pain all the time. And you think, yeah, well, I just it's just something I live with. Don't. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. No, sir. He found out with his whelp, his, <laughs> <My whelp. laughs> his weird leg pain <laughs> that uh, there's something. Just say no to whelp. There's something you can do about it. Yeah. And it's called Relief Factor. Uh-huh. <laughs> For some reason, uh, Relief Factor fights inflammation really well. And inflammation is at the heart of most pain. Uh, but... Relief Factor is 100% drug-free. They offer a three-week quick start to give it a try. It's just $19.95. And then if it doesn't work after three weeks, it's not going to work for you. Just discontinue use. Uh, But if it does work, you'll be like 70% of those who start with a quick start who go on to order more because it is working for them. Love it. So get your life back with Relief Factor and their three-week quick start just $19.95. If you're in pain, what do you have to lose? 20 bucks, well worth it if it gets you out of pain. Mm-hmm. Just say no to whelp. Exactly. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Got some twi- more tweets at uh, Pat Unleashed. Uh, from Jeffy's 18 Spoons. Jeopardy guy will have 23 wins confiscated by the proper authorities because at some point, you've had enough Jeopardy wins. You've made enough money. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Oops All Berries tweets, why do old people smell? <laughs> oh, yeah, our discussion yesterday. Why do old people smell? Right. Because they have noses, too. <laughs> uh and yeah, he uses dad jokes. Nice hashtag dad, dad jokes. jokes. That's a good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also from Mostly Vegetarian Caleb. It's not a real throwback Thursday if it doesn't feature the Harry Reid song. Okay. Yeah. We could maybe huh. throw that in sometime. Uh, Tyler Morgan. If I'm listening to this podcast while waiting to cross the border, uh, will I get my local traffic and weather together every seven minutes on the sixes? Oh, got to. Uh, yes. Yes, you will. <laughs> Coffee Lover M. Hey, Pat, don't ask Jeffy how many people he has killed. Uh, it could be used as evidence against him in court. It's a good, good point on that. <laughs> That's why I just asked Keith and right. me, and, and uh, tomorrow we will not ask the question no, of Jeffy. No, no, no. That would be very dangerous. Somebody might be recording this conversation somewhere. If you don't know t- the answer, don't ask the question. We learned that at committee hearings many, many times. <laughs> learned that in some news broadcasts. Yeah, but do you do you have an, a degree in economics? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Highest honors. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Uh, uh, uh. One of the greatest moments in television history, of course. She immediately turned into Jeffy. <laughs> Interesting uh, story I read on Effley Bailey. You know who he is? Uh, former big time attorney. One of the most well known attorneys. I was say it sounds familiar, but uh, give me a case. Uh, O.J. Simpson. Okay. okay. Then he was one of the many lawyers uh-huh. who represented... The dream team? Yeah. I mean, okay. she had every high-priced lawyer in the country with him. 
Um, and now he's speaking out about uh, Bob Shapiro, who is also on the staff mm-hmm. yeah. of the O.J. Simpson trial. And so Bailey says uh, about Shapiro, he was trying to screw me all along. He effed up the case on day one by giving O.J. a polygraph test that was totally impossible. Bob Shapiro couldn't cross-examine a toad. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I kind of want to see that now. Yeah, I, I I had forgotten that O.J. took a polygraph test. I, did he fail it miserably? <sighs> on attorney, uh, attorney General Bob, Bob Barr... He said, it's very strange that a guy who, long before he he was considered to be a candidate for attorney general, wrote a very extensive paper saying why there is no case against the president. I mean, I wish I could have selected the prosecutors that I opposed from a list of candidates who I didn't think they had a case. Um, He's apparently not a Trump fan. On (laughs) Alan Dershowitz, he says, Uh I don't think he's defending Trump. Alan likes to take the unpopular side of a legal question and drive it home. He also hasn't seen any action in quite a while and likes to be controversial. But nothing in his base philosophy would compel him to be a fan of this president. Then he also uh, trashes Jeffrey Tubin from CNN. And then, maybe the most interesting of all, on O.J. Simpson. He said, people assumed he was guilty and his reputation couldn't be resurrected. It's a fact, though. He was completely innocent wow that's seriously okay are you kidding me and that's from f lee bailey yeah okay yeah so i looked up the um the polygraph thing this is from vanity fair yeah simpson scored a minus 24 on a lie detector test a total failure category um he said this is vanity fair says this is true he scored as low as possible, and the administrator tried to convince Shapiro that it was conclusive evidence of his guilt. As a result of the failed polygraph, Shapiro began investigating a possible insanity defense. Wow. <laughs> so apparently he did F it up from day one. Wow. That's amazing. Um, here's here's F. Lee Bailey's theory on the real killers of Nicole Simpson and Ronald Okay. okay. A, a professional golfer, right? He, uh, no. Because that's where uh, that's where OJ went to find the that killer. Is where, that's, so that's I thought where this went. was going to lead us down that trail. No. But no. 16th tee. Uh, and I remember hearing this around the time of the trial, but uh, he's sticking with it. They were hitmen, the people that killed Simpson and Goldman, hitmen from Columbia who weren't very bright. They were looking for someone else. Faye Resnick was a heavy cocaine user. That was uh, one of Nicole Simpson's uh, friends. Faye Resnick was a heavy cocaine user with a heavy debt. She was living in a house until the day before. Oh, she was in that house until the day before. And the decision was made to kill her. But when the guys went to do it, they found Nicole. And they had an argument with her on the street corner. And they drove away and went around the back of the house. And then came back in and cut her up with a knife. Ron Goldman was just very unfortunate to be there at the time with her. What? That, I mean... Okay, do we know where Faye Resnick was the night of the murder? I and don't... And can she attest to this? Come on. Stop I, it. I think Faye Resnick denies this completely. Okay. Um, and then, so where did the blood come in <laughs> in OJ's vehicle? Yeah. Um, because that doesn't add up at all. He cut himself on a glass oh, or something. Oh, that right? and... Uh, the police planted it. 
Oh, that's right. It wasn't that the thing. The they, bloody glove and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you got to believe that they hated him because he was black, and Mark Furman planted the blood and all that stuff. Okay, totally reasonable. <laughs> so I'm sure that's what happened. Well, thank you, Effley Bailey. Effley Bailey though was disbarred uh, back in 2001, so maybe he's not the most reliable of witnesses on this. Um, he he was uh, he was disbarred, so maybe that's why he's so angry. Uh, about other attorneys as well, because he's no longer even an attorney. Uh-huh. Kato Kalin, by the way, um, was uh, kicked off recently of Celebrity Big Brother by a vote of five to nothing by his housemates. <laughs> Kato Kalin so was know. on Celebrity Big Brother? Yeah, just, uh, oh, just so you know. Man, you so he are... finished an eighth out of 12 <clears throat> house guests. Jeez, you are really scraping the bottom of the barrel for celebrities when you're going with Kato Kalin, the friend who stayed in OJ's house back in 1993 and that's his only claim to fame. Yep. Yep. But he heard a big thump outside. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's 60 years old now. Kato Kalin. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. Just uh, where has the time gone? Isn't that amazing? She's mm. all right. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three let me tell you about the um, Wax RX. This is really a great solution to stubborn earwax problems. Um, it's pretty much what the doctors do in their office. You just pay a lot less for it, and it's re- reusable, so it's really a bargain. It was developed by physicians, and it safely and effectively removes all that buildup. Then it soothes your ears with a pH-conditioned formula. Now you can use Wax RX without a prescription. Try the Wax RX system risk-free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com, use the offer code RADIO at checkout, and you'll get free shipping. Finally, a real solution for that stubborn buildup. Uh, usewaxrx.com, offer code RADIO. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Discovered uh, one of the creepiest phenomenons I've seen in a while. Wait, does this involve uh, Jeffy? Uh, no, this particular one does not. As okay. far as I know, maybe somewhere in there. He's, okay, I just hear creepy. Yeah, and, and my, you think immediately. My brain goes right. Jeffy, you think Joe Biden, and uh-huh. you think Jeffy. There you go. Those two immediately spring to mind. <laughs> uh, but this one doesn't seem to involve either one of them. Have you seen the evidence of really weird? There's, they call it a trumpet sound. I don't think it sounds anything like a trumpet. No. But it's a trumpet sound that's coming from the sky. And see, I think someone's trying to twist this to make it sound like, you know, biblical trumpet stuff by right. labeling it like that. But you're right. right. It sounds more like, you know, less like, biblical. No, demons, right? Or, yeah. Yes. <laughs> or someone like... Or like, a sound you hear from a sci-fi movie mm-hmm. when UFOs are around. Yeah. Uh, and it happens all over the world. It's It's been documented in multiple places right you sent this video last night and it is definitely in the category of creepy very creepy all right so uh watch this it's a it's amazing just a guy at his house there in england yeah, I guess. it's coming from the sky now he's walking through his apartment or house uh and he's gonna try to get outside so we can hear this a little bit, a little bit better. 
And that's his door. Opens his door and listen to how loud this is now. Oh. How weird is that? It's like Halloween noises. What could that be? <laughs> oh, man, it's like a dragon. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's like horror movie stuff. Yep. And you just think it's just one guy. We're good. He's probably just, you know, pulling a funny on the internet. Right. Uh, no, it's happened in a lot of other places, too, apparently. Yeah, it's happened all over the world. And this one's England. Uh, we're about to switch to another location and find and listen to another sound. Uh, very weird. Okay, so now we're in the mountains. Rocky Mountains or something here? Yeah, it looks like. <clears throat> Maybe it's Colorado. What is happening? Now this sounds like giant footsteps. <laughs> Don't of like this. The jolly green giant footsteps. <laughs> Listen to that. I don't care for it. That's a different noise, but it's still yeah. bizarre. And they're still looking up toward the sky with their camera. Uh-huh. I mean, would that freak you out? Oh, yes. I have never heard any of these sounds. Okay, well, now we're in another location. I think this is in Britain, too. Get some of this on film. It's like Sadie. a creaky door or something, right? You hear that? Uh-huh. You hear that, Sadie? That dog does it? not like this. No, What's no. What's that noise, Sadie? <laughs> <laughs> What's that noise? Looks like it scared my dog off. <laughs> what is this, Sid? What's that noise? Freaking the dog out. Shut up, Sid. Go inside. Wow, that's a weird noise. What do you think that is? And now here we are back in a forest somewhere. Looks like Pacific Northwest here. Perhaps. So far, I'm just hearing birds. Mm -hmm. Oh, there it is. Demon birds. <clears throat> okay. I mean, I'd be afraid at this point. Yeah, where do you Very go? Very afraid. It's up above you and yeah, stuff? I don't know. <laughs> so what is that? They certainly can't figure it out. The two people that are there, like... Uh, Echoing okay. sound, uh, that eerie sound again today. Um, today is the eight, Tuesday the 18th, um, 2017. Okay, so um, two years ago. Of April 18th. And... Uh, Looks like he's on the subway. Since, like, January on and off. Huh. All right. Oh, that's that's Britain again. Wow, it's loud there. <laughs> it's really loud there. 
I wonder if, if you had a goal. Oh, and watch this. Oh, yeah. Oh, at, at the Bay. broadcast of a Tampa Bay Rays baseball game. That's a haunting sound if we've ever heard one. <laughs> it's a haunting sound if we've ever heard one. One ball, no strikes. <laughs> Listen to that. It's nuts. And the bunt is foul. The count is one and one. Oh, what could that possibly be? Somebody shut the door. It sounds supernatural. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> it's a broadcast of a, of a Rays game in that Tampa. Awesome. I, really amazing. So it's it's been heard in the United States, in England, I mean, all over the place. Now, there is an explanation from NASA on oh, it. Oh, oh, good. What do we got? What do we got? It's Earth background noise. <laughs> yeah, it's just background noise from the Earth. And this guy's a liar. <laughs> what? Earth? Since when does the Earth have background noise? I've never noticed that. Earth, wait, I'm going to Google Earth? Earth background noise. Background noise. EBN, good band name. What? Earth background noise. Uh, it's very strange. So I don't know what that is, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's pretty creepy. Very strange. There's just, you know, some interesting things that... Uh, that come up and people record them and we just have no idea what they are. It's, you, you just got to deal with it. You're not get, you're probably not going to know what that is. Did you find it? Earth background noise? Yeah, it's just uh yeah, there's a bunch of blogs here. I'm trying to find something like a good article or something. Let's see. Here's a I think it was NASA UK that came up with the background noise excuse. Um, Have you heard the hum? Mystery of how Earth's low droning noise could now be solved. Oh. Mm -hmm. It was often blamed on phone masts, submarine communications, and pipes. Those ain't pipes. Pipes? (laughs) Ain't no pipe rattle in there. Stop it. What? Pipes? No. No. Uh, Not when you're outside. I mean, if if you're in the house and you've got noisy pipes, maybe. Uh, but, But not... Not outside and not in the forest. Yeah, that's. I got loud, loud pipes here out in the forest in the middle of nowhere. And you can hear them clear out here. <laughs> Somebody call a plumber. Have him come out here to the forest. <laughs> got some loud clinging pipes. That doesn't even make sense. Mm-mm. Wow. All right. 888 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Alexandria Casio Cortez admitted yesterday how much it would cost to get started just to get started on her green new deal to combat global warming and the number is a little bit high just a tad (laughs) Uh, but here's what she said i think we really need to get 10 trillion to have a shot okay thank you Putin. appreciate that you can sit back down now Uh, (laughs) appreciate your input Uh, but not really I think we really need to get $10 trillion to have a shot. Wow. She said, uh, I know it's a ton. I don't think anyone wants to, wants to spend that amount of money. Yeah, in fact, we don't have that amount of money to spend, Putin. It's not a fun number to say. I'm not excited to say we need to spend $10 trillion on climate, but... It's just the fact of the scenario. <laughs> Wait, the fact of the, the fact scenario? Of the scenario. Oh, that's a new phrase there. Yep. It's not popular, she said. Um, 
it's not politically popular. People are going to call it unrealistic. No. <laughs> no. Why well, would they do haters. that? Those are the right. haters, right? Those are the people who want the earth to die. A fact of the scenario. And she says, and I just don't think people understand how bad the problem is. But her, with all of her experience, her vast experience, uh-huh. and her vast scientific knowledge, she knows yeah. how bad the problem Give is. Give me another uh, Jack great. Daniels with two ice cubes, please. Yeah. Ocasio-Cortez. Jeez. The fact of the scenario. The fact of the scenario. That's all it is. So we Now, that's just to start, by the way. Oh, that's $10 a trillion dollars to start. <laughs> so it's like a starter pack, Green New Deal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so this is our trial pack that we buy <laughs> for just $10 trillion. She's insane, man. Oh, my gosh. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Every day, it's something more ridiculous from her. Uh, um, like whatever, you know, and like or whatever, like and like, yeah, whatever. You know, people ask me, "Where are you going to get the ten trillion? And I say, "You just do, just do. That's all you. You just get it, and you just pay for it. Right? Don't make it complicated. What's the problem? <laughs> just pay for it." <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, we're just playing those strange sounds from the sky or wherever those are coming from. I I don't know. Um, Charles in Texas has some thoughts on uh, where that comes from. Hey Charles. Hey Pat. Uh, I used to work out here in uh, Seagullville, just east of Dallas, mm-hmm. and we had uh, we have a set of cell towers out here. And when the wind is just right, you will get all this peculiar harmonic resonance, and it has a similarity to some of those sounds that you had on there. Mm. I'm not saying that's a that's an answer to all of it, but it certainly is one of the peculiar phenomena that I've noticed. Okay, so it's just the wind whistling through cell towers. Well, I'm not. I'm saying there there are certain shapes of things like unto cell towers or cell towers themselves that, when the air is just right, blowing hmm. through them, it gives off a harmonic resonance, and it will travel quite a long way, and it will have a, that haunting and eerie kind of quality. Oh. That, that that a couple of those examples I just heard on your show were. But uh, if you happen to encounter a, one of those supernatural things and, and all else fails, uh, I, I've heard uh, Klaatu Barata Nikto is supposed to be a pretty good response. <laughs> Which means... Uh, uh, do we need to bleep that, sir? Klaatu <laughs> Barata Nikto uh-huh. from the day the earth stood still. Uh, okay. okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Missed Appreciate that. it, Charles. Yeah, the day the year stood. I haven't seen that in a while, but uh, yeah, Klaatu was the name of the being that came out of the spaceship. Is that am I right on that? Maybe. Do do you think possibly remember that? No, No. I I don't. Is it it a movie? Yes. Then no, you haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Just the opposite of of Jeffy, for instance. I mean, that might explain some of the inner city sounds. I don't think that can explain. The, the sounds that we were hearing in, out in the forest area and out in the mountains, 
Uh, I don't think there's a lot of cell towers around there. Uh, I don't know, but that's interesting. <laughs> Ivan. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. We have any callers? <sighs> uh, all right. Before we get into uh, these, uh, the, the, these amazing videos on abortion, let me tell you about uh, Home Title Lock. Got some possible, possibly the worst data breach in U.S. history. <clears throat> so you might want to pay attention to this. One of the largest real estate title companies just suffered a breach of nearly 900 million homeowners files. Your home's title, mortgage, bank loans, personal info may be in the hands of identity thieves. Let's face it. All our information has been compromised. Uh, I mean, literally billions of people's information has been compromised. So what they do when they have your information is forge your home's title so it appears you sold it to them. Then they'll get loans from online lenders using your equity and stick you with the payments. Now, the first 30 days after a breach are crucial. So they're giving you 30 days of protection for free. Go to HomeTitleLock.com for 30 days of free title and mortgage fraud protection. They'll put a virtual barrier around your home's online title to keep thieves away. There's no obligation. It's great service. Register your address now to verify you're not already a victim. And again, get 30 days of free protection at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray. Uh, All right. Two women who survived abortions are hoping that their stories uh, can help sway House Democrats who are blocking legislation that would ensure care for other newborns. Melissa Oden is the founder and director of the Abortion Survivors Network, and she detailed how she was born alive after her 19-year-old mom and her abor- uh, had a botched abortion. So here is Melissa Oden um, talking about that. In all of this discussion about women's rights, some lose sight of the fact that without the right to life, there are no other rights. This is the greatest human rights issue we're facing as a country. And I'm here to tell you that in August of 1977, that's when the attack on my human rights began. My biological mother, as a 19-year-old college student, had a saline infusion abortion forced upon her by her own mother, a prominent nurse in their community, with the help of her friend and colleague, the local abortionist, Dr. Kelberg. That abortion procedure involved injecting a toxic salt solution into the amniotic fluid surrounding me in the womb. It was meant to poison and scald me to death. I soaked in that toxic salt solution over a five-day period as they tried time and time again to induce my birth mother's labor with me. When I was finally expelled from the womb on that fifth day of the abortion procedure, my arrival into this world was not so much as a birth, but an accident, a live birth after a saline infusion abortion. My medical records actually state a saline infusion for an abortion was done, but was unsuccessful. This record is available to you to review, along with some other records that talk about how a complication of my birth mother's pregnancy was a saline infusion. 
Despite the arguments being made that people like me don't exist or that children aren't left to die after failed abortions, I need you to listen to the words of a nurse who I've been connected with who was there that day. I was initially laid aside after my grandmother instructed the nurses to leave me to die, and arguments ensued about whether I would be provided medical care. In the words of Nurse Jan, who received me in the NICU that day, a tall blonde nurse courageously rushed me off, shouting out, she just kept gasping for breath. And so I couldn't just leave her there to die. My medical records state that when I was delivered alive in that abortion procedure, I suffered from severe respiratory problems, jaundice, seizures. I weighed a little less than three pounds. I was two pounds, 14 ounces, which led a neonatologist to remark in my records that I was approximately 31 weeks gestation, as opposed to the 18 to 20 weeks that the abortionist had written on my medical records. It's easy to talk about women's reproductive rights until you recognize that without first the right to life, there are no other rights. How do you reconcile my rights as a woman who survived a failed abortion with what's being discussed here today? It's incredible. Wow. That is absolutely incredible. I I don't know how you're not moved by that testimony. How do you, how do you listen to all of that and think, eh, now we're going to keep doing it. Uh, and if they're, if a child is born alive after a failed abortion attempt, we're still going to allow them to die. Be tough to have a, a relationship with your grandmother after all that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Tried so desperately to have you destroyed. Uh, wow. Um, she had more. Here's, uh, here's more from Melissa Odin. All of these people here today had a privilege that I was not given. And that is simply the right to be born and not be born accidentally. And as you can hear in my voice, I get choked up about it. We see this as a political issue, but I have to live with this every single day. And like so many of you on this panel, yes, I'm a mother. My daughters are 11 and almost five. My oldest daughter was born at the very same hospital where my life was supposed to end. And trust me, I didn't want to do that. I didn't think I could do that. But my children will grow up knowing that they're only alive because an abortion failed to end their mother's life. That is why I do the work that I do, because I don't get to run away from this. I don't get to pretend like maybe this happens to someone else, that this maybe is an issue that doesn't affect me. And I truly believe that if each and every one of you in this room ever lived in my shoes, you would feel very differently about this issue. That is just soul crushing. Wow. Um, kind of puts it into a different light when you hear the story told like that. Um, then Busy Phillips uh, was asked about her thoughts on Melissa Odin's experience, the one you just heard about, uh, by Louis Gohmert. And here's that exchange. Would you agree that somebody who has survived an abortion like Melissa Odin has a right when she's born to life, to control over her body where someone else doesn't take her life? Um, well, first of all, I want to thank her for sharing her story. Um, I 
you know, it is not, I, although I played a doctor on television, sir, I am actually not a physician. Right. Um, uh, no, but you've was, given very compelling testimony, and I appreciate it. you've obviously given these issues a lot of thought. That's why correct, I was asking sir. you. Yeah, I think that it's something that's very important. I don't believe that um, a politician's place is to decide what's best for a woman and, you know, it's a choice between a woman and her doctor. I, um, I can't What about a baby and the doctor? That's Mm -hmm. my question. Yes, sir. Well, I, um, again, again, I can't speak to her experience because I, I was not there. And so I do not. I just wondered how far, uh, your feeling about that went because, uh, once she's born, would you agree that she is, a person in being? Yeah, I see. I'm not speaking about yeah, see, birth, I, sir. Okay, I'm speaking well, there, about abortion. Well, I appreciate that. Wow. I, <sighs> there's just no getting through to the other side. They just won't. They just won't entertain the fact that this is life. This is a human being. Yeah, I'm talking about abortion here because that's all I care about. I just care about uh, uh, wiping out. Uh, life. That's all I care about. And I'm just going to keep hammering that particular issue. Yeah, I don't care about the person. I, I don't care about that. I'm not here to address people. It's just, wow. It's just so cold and unfeeling. And they're just, it, it leads me to believe that what we've been saying is true. They are a death cult on the left. The left, the abortion fanatics, they're just a death cult. Uh, there's a disturbing PBS documentary coming out um, that's showing a woman who talks about killing her unborn twins with an abortion pill. Like it's nothing at all. Eh, it's just, you know, and that's what you got from Busy Phillips, essentially. Um, take a look at, at, at this uh, from an upcoming PBS documentary. And we can get that appointment all set up. Do you remember the first day of your last normal The clinic's period? call center is open seven days a week. And when we visited, there was a constant flow of incoming calls to schedule abortions. Huh. Are you looking Not to mammograms? Do the medical abortion by pill or the surgical procedure? Yeah, pause a medical it for a second. abortion procedure. Yeah, what an amazing, what an amazing uh, fact that the calls just kept coming in nonstop for abortions. I thought it was, thought it was all about women's health care there at Planned Parenthood. Huh. So they're not coming in for for mammograms and uh, and cancer screenings? Hmm. What about prenatal care? What about family planning? How many calls did you get on family planning? Uh, zero. None. Because that's not what they do at the abortion mill that is Planned Parenthood. All right, let's see the rest of this. Medical abortion by mm. pill or the surgical procedure? A medical abortion procedure is very similar to inducing a miscarriage. Um, It is safe for women to do up to about 10 weeks of their pregnancy. So do you have any questions before we get you started here? And here she is with twins. A great procedure for women who want to feel like they have control over the procedure, who wants to just have everything happen in the privacy of their own home. The drug mefepristone RU486 was approved by the FDA in 2000. Medical abortions now account for roughly a third of all abortions in Pennsylvania. This is the first pill you're going to take. This is the one called the mifepristone. This is the stuff that makes the pregnancy stop growing and start to unattach a little bit. From okay, the pause that for a second. That's the stuff that makes the pregnancy stop growing. <laughs> there's, uh, there's no such life form as a pregnancy. Uh, that's not a that's not a thing. Um, 
the it's a baby. You're stopping the baby from growing. That stops the pregnancy from growing. It doesn't even make sense. What are you talking about? I know. And she goes through it again. There's more. Abortions mm. now account for roughly a third of all abortions in Pennsylvania. This is the first pill you're going to take. This is the one called the mifepristone. This is the stuff that makes the pregnancy stop growing and starts to unattach a little bit from the uterus. It gets the process started. So you swallow that down like a regular pill. Uh 24 hours later, she takes another pill called mesoprostol that helps to induce the cramping and the bleeding that will actually help her body push the pregnancy tissue out of her uterus. Push the pregnancy tissue out. Come on. It gives you a little bit of the miscarriage symptoms. It's horrible. Okay. And now you have your follow-up appointment made. Pregnancy tissue. A week or two? Yes. Okay. That's really important because we want to see... What I hope I feel is a sense of peace, Uh not only with myself and and the decision that I've made, but... Uh Also, a sense of peace with these two beings that I've chosen not to bring into the world. Thank you for choosing me. And I'm honored to be given this gift of life. So you can flush it down the toilet? And also, I I can't Hmm. do it right now. I can't accept that mantle in terms of the other lives that Mm -hmm. I'm taking care of and I'm responsible for. I see. Okay. Oh, well, so she had twins. Hey, yeah, she had twins. And, th- and thank you for choosing me, but I've chosen to flush you down the toilet at home. Were these twin... <laughs> okay. Twin Buicks? Twin stalks of broccoli? Uh, well, she did call we'll them beans. We'll just never know. She never called know. them twin beans. That's true. Um, uh-huh. So that kind of sounds like maybe they were people. I don't know. I don't know how that's possible. I thought it was just pregnancy tissue. That's true. A bunch of pregnancy <laughs> tissue got in the way of her uh, life there. How long does it take them to get that verbiage down cold? Oh my gosh. Just the way they've spun this mm-hmm. entire situation is it's evil. It's just it's despicable and it's evil. And and they can't seem to understand that we actually care about saving children's lives, about saving the pregnancy tissue that's that's inside, that's growing inside the pregnancy there. Uh, so um, as long as we allow them to to use that kind of language and, and they get away with it rather than being called out for it. But, you know, how are they going to deal with it at Planned Parenthood other than that? They've got to, they've got to frame the argument in those terms. So they can live with themselves. 888-933-93. Let me tell you about uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn and Tanya started this some years ago because uh, they had such a bad experience trying to sell their home. Couldn't do it um, because they were using like a friend for their realtor and that just didn't really work out. So they spent some time figuring out how you get the best experience with a realtor. And they found a few things. Uh, Number one. Because it's a complicated process to buy and sell homes, you've got to have uh, people who have a track record of success in doing it and completely committed to that particular job. They can't do it part-time or can't be inexperienced. Also, they need to know the market. They need to know the comparables in your neighborhood so they can help price your home in a way that is going to help it sell and sell quickly. Plus, they're fans of the show. And so you're not going to say, hey, um, I see that you've got pregnancy tissue in your womb. 
<laughs> which uh you know is, is always helpful yeah. i think when and, they and understand so, uh, certain things and eventually you know they, this would make a great nursery for mm-hmm. your pregnancy uh, tissue. right mm-hmm. right so you're looking for at least three bedrooms right or two two or three bedrooms because you've got pregnancy tissue there <laughs> as long as you're going to keep your pregnancy tissue i don't know i mean maybe you're not um so go with this go with this network because we've got over a thousand of the best agents in the country at realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Welcome to Throwback Thursday. All right. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> We were How told. do you do that? Do you just have to like <clears throat> dig deep? Yeah, it just has to come from your diaphragm. Uh-huh. From deep there. Wow. Uh, and so a lot of people don't know how to do that. I mean, I don't. But, right? Right? Mm. I mean, the earth obviously does, as we learned earlier. Yes. The earth knows how to make all kinds of noise. Earth background noise. Earth has its own science fiction sound effects. It's really cool. <laughs> <That laughs> it's really cool. pretty cool. Um, but on this throwback Thursday, we were told it's not complete without a throwback to the Harry Reid parody happy song uh, when he lost. <laughs> that's okay. an oldie but so a goodie that's when he wasn't a uh, senate majority leader anymore uh yeah he lost yeah the, he lost race, it because so. uh well he lost because i mean, the we republicans regained, took over the yeah, senate regained control of the senate mm-hmm. um so that was one uh happy <laughs> happy moment from a throwback thursday and here's another uh from al sharpton but resist we much Mm-hmm. We must. They're all jitty about a shutdown. The tortoise in the race. Then co-author of Hubris. You two lead singer Bono. Bono. Fran Drescher. Sigonoy Weaver. Suspect. Sigourney. Jahar uh-huh. Sanaev. Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. Limbaugh. The show Rush Lombard hosts Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. <laughs> is Mike, is Mike Unbelievable. Uh, Muckery. Yes. Yesterday, Antonini, Antonini, mm. Antonini Scalia, Antonin Kim Scalia. Kardashian, and the Republican of Cairo so and Benghazi. We rank behind mm. Latvia, uh, Lavita, Lavita, first yeah, yeah, yeah. Kazakhstan, Latvia. Kazakhstan, mm. to college students in Beijing. He's getting lunch <laughs> at Chipotle in, in Iowa. Maine is appropriate. The GOP's tax day giveaway to millionaires. Why was traffic problems email sent? Right, exactly. The Environmental Projection Agency. (laughs) And what sequestration has done. (coughs) (coughs) I love the furball he calls Oh my. Why was traffic problems email sent it's a really good question a really really powerful question that nobody's answered we have never gotten the to answer my to satisfaction that. it's never been answered well you know so that's uh it's very very sad 
You know, we were talking a few minutes ago about the abortion situation and the testimony going on in Congress. Um, meanwhile, New York, New York State, who just passed maybe the most liberal abortion law in American history back in January, uh, permitting abortions after 24 weeks, even if the mere health of the mother could be compromised by the pregnancy. So, you know, even if their mindset can be compromised, they can pretty much get abortion on demand at any time during the pregnancy. Um, well, now New York lawmakers are shifting their focus to prioritize the well-being and comfort of the state's cat population. No, Oh, no. Yeah. The bill, there's a bill prohibiting... Several types of cat declawing surgeries, except when necessary for therapeutic services, um, uh, because uh, it's it's too horrific for the cat to declaw it. Too horrific a procedure. But, you know, uh, kill a baby at any time, right up to 40 weeks. Don't worry about that. That is just, I mean, that's typical of the way this is going. 888 All right. Let me tell you about Riduzone because um, this will help you lose weight in that it sends a signal to your brain saying, hey, you're full. Stop eating because it contains OEA. That's a molecule naturally present in your body. But this just strengthens the signal the naturally present OEA sends so that you definitely know when you're full and you stop. Plus, it speeds up your metabolism so you burn fat. Go to RidUZone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Get a 30-day money-back guarantee and save 30% on a three-month supply at RidUZone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. That's a little Iron Man ripoff right there, huh? <laughs> nice. Just different enough not to not to be sued, I would say. <laughs> so I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, we are joined in studio by Stu Bergier. Um I'm told Yay. you do another show on this network. Yeah, what we just learned today. You do another show. So I, I'm, not, I'm not familiar I'm with not it. I'm not familiar think, at all, but yeah. I'm told you have to be out of here by uh, 10 to 8 uh, Central Time. If that's okay. I, I guess, but you, I don't know what Is this a new thing you do? Have to run it, and do? It's not as much a show. I have some janitorial duties. Oh, okay. Um, and if it, You're if, sweeping up and yeah, whatnot? The bathrooms are not clean by 8. I get I get a lot of trouble. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I don't want that to happen. No. Uh, I got to ask you a question. Though. Yes. Maybe mm-hmm. you know the answer. Mm-hmm. Why was traffic problems email sent? Stu? <laughs> um, okay. That's a great yeah, question. I thought uh-huh. so, because we what have I've not, not had it adequately answered yeah, yet. We're still trying to figure that one out. We just played the montage from uh, Al a few minutes ago, and we can't figure it out. Well, it's interesting. You say montage in a way that he would say montage. Montage. He would, like Chipotle. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, that yeah. was in there. <laughs> I forgot about him. What's he up to these days? He actually does, I believe, a Sunday night show on MSNBC. Sure. Yeah, I think so. I think he does. I will look and see. Isn't that weird? It is really weird. Like that, that was one of the things that was really fascinating to me about the Miley Cyrus cake thing. Like yeah. she's still culturally relevant. I Miley know. Cyrus? I is know. that really a thing still? It feels I, like a hundred years ago she was like naked and on a wrecking ball. Like wasn't that? Do you oh, remember yes. that? 
vaguely. Yeah, like, and that's yeah. what I mean. Like, it's you know, it was yeah. a, it was a, a you know a celebrity naked, and <laughs> it's only vaguely familiar. That says a lot. And honestly, I haven't known much about her since Hannah Montana. Yeah, you know, I, because my daughters liked it. I, I it's just. Is she still doing music? Does she? Do I think gets played on the radio. My my, I'm trying to catch up on the story uh, okay. since the the big cake thing came out, yeah. and uh, my 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 belief is that this sort of Planned Parenthood thing coincides with some sort of uh, album release, maybe coming up soon. Oh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Probably, uh, but I'm very excited about it, as you can tell. Plus, I think she married somebody who's actually relevant because they're still in movies and things. But Liam Hensworth guy. Right. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. And so that okay. keeps her somewhat in the news. So, but I mean, I I don't. Who I knew? Can't, who knew? Who exactly. Knew? Who knew? Uh, all right. Apparently, Bears stock is falling because of this uh, two billion dollar award in the Roundup cancer lawsuit. Yes. Uh, now, you being <laughs> did a person you get on board of that? <laughs> who loves Roundup to the point where you actually drank Roundup. I did. I did drink it yes. uh, on television. Yes, you find it to be a tasty beverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I will say this. Uh, no, you don't recommend it. Yes, yeah, so there's a lot. Okay. Of, I, there's a lot of things I'm fine with Roundup on. I mean, the stuff that they use it for normally, I have no problem with. I'm a big fan of Roundup in many ways. But you don't uh, use it as a topping for ice cream. Is it's that not. Okay. It does not have a good taste. I will say it is quite simply the worst tasting thing I've ever. Now put you in seem my mouth. fine, and, and you've actually. You've actually poured it down your throat, <laughs> so um, I would imagine you're a little skeptical on the on the cancer uh, claim. I definitely kept mm-hmm. skeptical on the cancer claim. I mean, there's really not any scientific evidence behind it. Um, the interesting thing about wasn't that pretty much what the lawsuit was about. The court trial was about the scientific yeah well proof or, or lack thereof see there's a, there's a couple different approaches here if you happen to believe something that doesn't necessarily have any scientific evidence mm-hmm. um you know first you can go and you can uh you, you can complain complain about it you can uh you could try to get cr- you know criminal charges you can go to regulatory agencies all of these mm-hmm. things were attempted they could try scientific studies to see if they could find all these things all these things were attempted the next level, after you can't get any of that stuff, is to go in front of 12 people and hope they get, agree with you, right? You give a, an emotional case in front of a jury. And look, there's a lot of reasons. Look, the jury system has its problems, as we know. Um, and we, you know, but it's still, you know, it's the best that we can do. Yeah. With scientific claims, it's really tough because you're going to people who don't know anything about these scientific claims. Yeah, you're not you know, in front of 12 scientists. Yeah, no, right, exactly. So they don't know. Yeah, and like, and look, <clears throat> this is the way it's set up, but I mean, it was, it was similar in a way to the reason that O.J. Simpson got off, right? Yeah. They had DNA evidence, thing. but people at that time didn't yeah. understand what DNA was. So they went there, and if you remember this, uh, you know, the O.J. side of the case was like, oh, well, let me give you all of this detailed scientific evidence about DNA, and then, you know, Johnny Cochran came out and just made all these claims about DNA that were completely untrue. And we all know they're untrue now. But, you know, the jury at that time didn't have that information. It's mm-hmm. a tough thing. I mean, it's an emotional thing. You're talking about evil big company versus, you know, farmer or guy who, you know, old guy who's dying of a terrible disease. You know, look, the, the causes of a lot of these diseases are, are still at some level uh, uh, unknown. But, I mean... It, the the diseases the, this guy had a couple conditions and there's a couple there's a bunch of these going around um it's a big thing right now but again they, a lot of times you have these conditions that are usually precursors to having 
uh, certain cancers. It's it's a really sad story, but it's one of those things where the evil big company is never going to look good. Yeah. Uh, coming up and saying, look, we don't have any responsibility for this horrible thing you're in front of that they're blaming us for. How do you win that? I mean, it's, it's, a, you P, can't. it's really a PR case. Especially when you're Monsanto. I right. mean, exactly. nobody believes you. I know. And it's funny because Bayer just bought Monsanto, which, right. as you point out, which is like a questionable <laughs> purchase right now. Because very strange, you know, and Monsanto, like you know, has uh, I don't ha- I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that you well know, they're equated it, with evil yeah, itself exactly. now. But it's like why when you see what's happening, for example, with Stephen Crowder today, right, where he's getting you know demonetized from YouTube mm-hmm. after YouTube just a few hours previously admits that he did not violate any part of their agreement, right, right. It's all about pressure. It's all about this sort of like you know how do we make. Uh, this per- how do we how do we please a large group of people and like you know mm-hmm. these pressures come to these companies and they, they we've seen it a hundred times they don't know what they're doing they don't know how to handle it they freak yeah. out and they just bail um, now you know this is too big of a deal for Bay- you know bears are only two billion yeah. is too big an award it's you've got to fight that yeah and there, there's look there's no way that the <clears throat> the award's going to be two billion dollars these things get reduced every single time yeah. anyway even when they're not completely they might get two insane. million out of it yeah maybe they get, maybe and look maybe bear would be happy to keep shilling out you know money to to people who are making claims and of course mm-hmm. what does that do it makes people make more it encourages claims. more yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean we've seen this with drug companies yep. over and over again. Um, you know, Wyeth has a famous one where, they, you know, there's a study of 24 people and, and a couple people had a higher level of a heart ailment. And so they go back and they are like, all right, well, we admit that something's going on. So uh, and it looked like there was uh, something going on, right? Like it did seem like there was an increased incidence of this particular type of heart valve uh, ailment. So they just opened up the coffers and said, OK, here's like 13 billion dollars to pay out to victims. Well, what did that what did that do? It, 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 created, it created an entire injury or industry. If you ever watch like Fox News and, you, and it goes to commercial and every single commercial is about mesothelioma mm-hmm. and you're like, wait, how many people have this? Like, <laughs> that's yes. Right. It's yes. like, it's like how many <laughs> now look, there are companies that really did things that are wrong that cause these diseases. But what they mm-hmm. do is they create these giant mega funds to say, all right, go find victims. And they're right. you know, these lawyers wind up creating entire industries where they what they do is go out and find victims mm-hmm. who they think they can tie, have some similar things, and then they, they're giving out millions and millions and millions of dollars. Like you, they probably run a thousand commercials before they find one person who actually mm-hmm. has mesothelioma who can call <laughs> up. But if you hit one of them, you're talking about more money than your entire f- you know firm has made in the last 10 years. But oh. if you're to go by the ads on TV, <laughs> like, it is the most prevalent disease in the world right, right now. It's, it's like these like, they're like, do you have, I don't even want to say the name of the thing, but uh, it's, it's the like, mesh, you know the meth? They're like, oh, do yeah. you have a, oh yeah. I don't, yeah. don't want to go into it because it's uh-huh. so, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a it's you know a word that shouldn't gross about. you out as much as you should as, a, as mm-hmm. it does as a man. But yeah. when you get into like what mm-hmm. things are going, they're like, did you insert this inside of yourself and now are sick? And it's like, holy crap! Like how many people did this? Probably like eight. But like if they can find one of the eight, uh, it's the best thing they've ever done. Right. By the way, mesothelioma is listed as a very rare, mm-hmm. um, very rare. Uh, That's amazing. Fewer than twenty thousand U.S. cases per year. So wow! Think about that. Think of the wow. amount of commercials, uh, you know. But like again, somebody's making a killing on it. Oh yeah, jeez. And like that's not to say that people. I mean, I, I don't want to d- 
d- well, dismissed. Yeah, you, there are plenty no. of people who actually have like real problems. Yeah. I don't think that's the case with Bear. I mean, you, know, you, you go and you, you look at the cases and, you know, people have been exposed to much higher levels of of roundup than the people who are winning Definitely. these billions of dollars and have Definitely. absolutely no problems whatsoever um it does not none of the studies come back i mean you know we're seeing cancer we've, how many times have we done this on the air talking about how cancer rates are dropping across the board in category after category mm-hmm. after category after category you know a lot of that's just improvement of medicine and, and all these other things but like mm-hmm. these things are, have if you look at the amount of use of these chemicals and 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 chart it against the amount of cancers uh, that they're talking about causing. You see the exact opposite reaction. More Roundup is being used. Much less cancer is being is is being uh, you know put out. Uh, thank thankfully, yeah. the cancer rates are dropping. So hopefully, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, these families are are able. You know, it's terrible because you like the end of the like what you're almost in a way rooting for is for them not to get money for their terrible thing. But like. We, you know, we're 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 a country that's supposed to focus on justice, right? And I, I just don't think these these awards. It's not are proven, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, you said it's an interesting uh, graph that is kind of surprising that shows apprehensions at the southwestern border by month. Well, I'm fascinated by this because this is something we talked about a lot during the Pat and Stu uh, days, and and as Trump came into office. There's a lot of optimism about border crossings because mm-hmm. you know we all know that Trump talks very tough on the border. Um, and when he first came into office, there was a huge drop off. I mean, people were not coming across the border. I think his first month uh, that he was president, only twenty thousand people. Yeah, it's one of the, the lowest. It's the lowest. Yeah, uh, that I can see. I on this. have this graph. I think it's from the New York Times. Um, yeah, there it is. Uh, if you see the the, the numbers in two, when Trump gets in there, the numbers are incredibly low. I mean, the lowest in you know at least since two thousand. Um, and you know. Uh, it's a kind of an amazing thing to see how low that is. And now you see the rate goes up and up and up and up. And we are, I mean, this is like an opioid graph at this point. Um, uh, it was 144,000 this month. Pat, I think you were in last month when we were like, oh my gosh, it's going to be 95 or 100,000. Yeah. We're up 40% over that number. Yeah, it's the, skyrocketing. The, 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 they have completely abandoned the fight that this is not a crisis. I mean, even the left is like, all right, yeah, okay, yes, it's a crisis. The Trump administration mm-hmm. is doing everything it can to try to uh, to try to stop uh, and honestly fix, including threatening situation. Mexico with yeah. tariffs, and yeah. it, that might be having some positive results because they did they did stop a group of uh, a big caravan from Honduras uh, at their uh, southern border. Yeah, and you know Mexico, like I think Trump is correct in that uh, any. Anytime you have a bunch of people like this coming across the border, like you want the country to do more. Mm-hmm. Mexico has done a decent amount. They have. It's really. It's not just them. Um, it's not their. It's not really their problem um, at, completely. This is a problem that comes from other Central American uh, nations. Yeah. The tariff thing it really bothers me because I didn't cause it. Like, right. As so an American, shouldn't have to pay I it. shouldn't be getting penalized because yeah. the Mexican and <laughs> Honduran governments are screwing up, I'm and f- we're screwing up as well. Remember, let's. I mean, I, I. You give this one of the big things we said on on Pat and Stu, and I, I stand by today, is that you can't just talk tough about the border. Talking tough about the border will work for a while, and mm-hmm. it did work for a while. It worked for about a year. Of not working anymore. Say, it's not working anymore. No. Um, and he had, you know, two years with, you know, Republican control of all three, which I think we could have done more in. He has been very outspoken now, now that the Democrats have the House. He's been all over this basically all the time. 
Um, but, you know, there's no chance of any of it happening now. Uh, it's a frustrating mm-hmm. thing. He's tried to do a lot in executive action. I, a lot of it, I think he's overreached as far as his powers go. So that's, a, you know, but I mean, he is trying. This is a massive issue, though. And it it's, is. it's an issue that I, I think is, is is so overwhelming that I don't think, you know, even I don't think any of us predicted it would be this bad this fast. I mean, 144,000. Right. It's unbelievable. You could see that there's errors uh, when in during the Bush administration where that was happening, but it's been a long time. But yeah, but once we give the House, the Senate, and the presidency to the Republicans, that's no, they'll, gonna then they'll that's fix gonna it. fix well, it. Well, yeah. you need more then, than you need a, a filibuster-proof oh, fi- Senate. Oh, okay. so and well, we actually, I mean, huh? really two thirds because uh, you need to be over override a veto in case Trump okay. so, mistakenly vetoes well, something. Well, actually, you probably need <laughs> just for insurance purposes about seventy to seventy-five senators. Yeah, because a couple Republican. could drop off. What yeah. if you if you had a hundred senators <laughs> okay. that were Republican? Yeah, four hundred thirty-five yeah. congressmen that would, were Republican. Would, would not get done. <laughs> it would still not get would done. not get done. <laughs> it still wouldn't happen. It really is amazing. It's so incredible. Incredible. Of course, the the alternative uh, with the Democrats for proposing is, I mean, it was much, much, much more. Well, they just passed a bill that's essentially amnesty. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. They, and they, Tuesday, they, of course, they know it's not. It, it was go a through. bipartisan yeah. bill too. You got seven Republicans voting for amnesty too. Did they so really? Yeah, nice. seven. A full seven. Yep, full seven. <laughs> wow. But I mean, yeah. that's seven too many. It shouldn't be happening. Yeah, it's ridiculous. This is what they, they would. I like how they're just adding things now because it wasn't at the. It's always been the dreamers, right? And yeah. now it's the dreamers and the promise. Like, I don't know what promise stands <laughs> yeah. for or what it we means. We just promise to just... continue to bend over backward <laughs> yes. for you. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. It would have passed without those that's seven that. Republicans. So why would they even do that? I don't know. But I, I, we know you have to run. But do we have time to show him that fun picture that uh, Jeffy tweeted of Stu last night? Uh, okay. Oh, no. uh, uh, so you were on the news and why it matters, and uh, Jeffy picked up. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Here's a little blankie. Picked up the blanket there that you yes. have draped across your uh, legs there to keep now, warm uh, in the studio. For, first of all, uh, I guess uh, Sarah Gonzalez just completely innocent in this. I mean, she's also got a blanket on. <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I will say it was. And well, he's cutting some slack, I think, for the. For the female. Fun, the funny part the is female. like, you know, Sarah's wearing these like, you know, fashionable dresses that, you know, she goes, you can see like she, she dresses uh, not quite as warmly as I do. I have like no, several layers on and I was still sure. cold. And by the way, the I, it's also Hillary's blanket. Uh, Hillary from the four minute buzz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah. that's the thing. When, when you're it's watching so Blaze TV, everybody in there below the camera view has got what blankets and stuff draped around their legs just and to stay warm. It's let's freezing. be honest about it, this is the fault of the crew. I am that yeah. we're oh, yeah. like it, cl- right? quite clear like they I mean what well, you know FDR right like they didn't <laughs> film them below the waist for a reason okay I'm basically the blazes FDR in this situation <laughs> I'm not supposed to be filmed like that uh, it's a good point it is it's, it's so freaking cold. have fun heading to all right, the Arctic there. all right guys thanks uh, man good talking there is rumored that there's another show that he's a part of and I yeah we've got to check that know. out uh, yeah something on blaze I didn't even TV know there was another show on this like network Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Scotty Sweatman tweets, uh, "Maybe we should just invade and conquer every country in the Western Hemisphere. That way, migrants don't have to take such long walks to America. Ah. Immigration problem solved." <laughs> From uh, GJ Herman, two point two million diapers need to be sent to Washington D.C. Yes, yeah, instead of at the border. <laughs> uh, Pat's forgotten phone line tweets. No, Judy, Pat doesn't. <laughs> We haven't done the Judy thing in a while. Doesn't literally live in our heads. Keith just meant that he's endeared himself uh, so that we hear his voice when we hear certain phrases. That's a good good explanation for Judy. Yeah. Thank you. That would have been, uh, I'm sure, upsetting to her. Uh, Tubo Demons tweets, I find myself saying, 
dang, darn, dang it, at work. Uh, from Amy, what's her face? I can't say first of all without echoing it in a Jeffy voice in my head. Out loud if I'm around those who love me. Mm-hmm. And when I'm prepping food for supper, I sometimes say, I saw this carrot in half. Or whatever. I like that. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, Derek <laughs> Thomas. She doesn't say Jacob. Oh, this is about the uh, Lumby tribe woman. Oh. She doesn't say Jacob. She drops the B and adds P, making it Jacob. <laughs> I, I don't think I've... Uh, yeah, I Jacob. Gotta, we got to play that because I got to take note of that. Yeah, and then Jacob, by the way, um, my oldest Justin, Jacob Justin Thayer sent us this uh, license plate out of Ohio. <laughs> oh, for Lumbee. For Lumbee. That's How great. Fantastic. Is that for the Lumbee tribe? Nice. Uh, and the, by the way, everybody concerned about their high speed internet. They did get it many years ago, back in two thousand nine. Uh, Twenty million dollars worth from taxpayers to get them high speed with the Lumbee tribe. Uh, Jeffy's 18 Spoons tweets, the mysterious hum is not Earth background noise, as has been reported. It is, in fact, the sound AOC's empty skull makes when trying to formulate a cohesive thought. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just echoed all over the world. That's great. Yeah, I Uh, like that. Good explanation. Keith visits Bigger TV's tweets. I believe it's because uh, the rapture is coming for those noises Mm. from the sky. Oh, all right. Uh, Pat's lightly sautéed kale. <laughs> I love this. Uh, Earth background noise will make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner. <laughs> true story. Uh, you know that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's sad but true. Uh, all things will make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Anything Foreigner. Anything that makes a sound. Will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner. This story, um, <laughs> yesterday Glenn interviewed Susan Crockford. She's a zoologist, um, and she's author of The Polar Bear, The Polar Bear Catastrophe That Never Happened. Um, did you hear any of that interview? I did not. That they did yesterday? No, sir. It's amazing. She's a zoologist with more than 35 years experience. Um, so she knows what she's talking about. She knows animals. And I've... Mentioned quite a few times, I think, lately that I'm a big fan, for the most part, of these um, nature films mm-hmm. like Blue Planet, Blue Planet 2. Then there's Our Planet, Our Planet 2. I mean, there's a million of these things. And they're all on Netflix right now. And they're all about climate change. And I, you know, I always just speed through the climate change crap because... The cinematography is unreal. Mm-hmm. And the things you find out about the animals is really it's actually pretty cool. But Netflix and the World Wildlife Federation are trying to mislead people on climate change. And now that the polar bears have not died off in response to sea ice decline as promised, climate alarmists are looking for uh, a new um poster child for climate change and they found one oh in walruses so these walruses all climb to the top of this cliff now apparently walruses just go to the beach once in a while just to relax and hang out with each other and sometimes to breed and then sometimes the beach gets too crowded so they climb up the the hill and hang out on the cliff okay okay because it's less crowded up on the cliff yeah the mixer gets crowded they go get a little alone time well on our planet, I think it's in the second episode, toward the end, you see a whole bunch of these 
walruses fall right over the cliff and die on the rocks below. I mean, one after another, and it's really sad. It's really sad. And they're all piled up on top of each other at the bottom of the cliff. Ugh. Oh, they blame climate change because they they should be hanging out on the sea ice, but there's no sea ice, so they have to hang out on these cliffs. <laughs> well, it's garbage. And Susan Crockford uh, just tells us what a crock this is, and she calls it tragedy porn. <laughs> it is tragedy porn. Um, so it has nothing to, she says, it has absolutely nothing to do with climate change whatsoever. And in fact, Netflix and the producers, uh, the cinematographers may have caused this tragedy themselves by flying drones over the heads of these of these walruses and it spooked them. So they started backing up and got scared and they all fell over the cliff. That is terrible, man. Is that amazing? So they got drones flying overhead and they're not used to drones flying over their head, clear up where they live. And so they got spooked and they fell over the cliff. I mean, it's so eco They actually caused it. Are so radical. They're murdering animals effectively. Yes. To, to yes. pet their cause. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. This is a, a crazy story. Maybe we'll we'll get into it in a little more detail tomorrow. But uh, it's and, and maybe we should even get Susan Crockford on the show okay. to, to talk about it because it's amazing. <clears throat> and if you're watching Netflix uh, and lately, if you've if you've turned on Netflix, you see that, I mean, jam packed with these with these shows and they they have an agenda. They're all about uh, trying to trying to sway us on climate change. It's it's what uh, National Geographic tried to do tried to do with that emaciated polar bear. Do you remember that the polar bear was out on the ice and he was skinny, and they blamed that on climate change because of the melting sea ice. Well, and knock it off. I mean, polar bears are great swimmers. They're not drowning out there in the in the water. They can swim up to four hundred miles at a time. They're great swimmers, and uh, they're just doing what they always do. When it's winter, they go out on the ice and get the and 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 get the seals. And when it's not winter, then the pickings are slimmer. It's always been that way. It'll always be that way. Uh, but they're they're trying to tug at our heartstrings. And polar bears didn't work because there's an increase in the number of polar bears. Seriously. And so now there's all these walruses falling off cliffs. Killing animals and they're to using that. further their political agenda. It's, it's again, it's evil. Yeah. It's evil. Uh, so we'll get into that tomorrow. 888-933-93. That's the number you can call tomorrow to participate. Uh,